Hey guys, I'm Jordan Fromer. I believe in hunting hard, hunting smart, and having a fun time while doing it. And shooting limits? Well, that's just the icing on the cake. I revel in the journey just as much as the successes it brings. From ducks to dogs to decoys and guns, we'll be talking tactics, strategies, and what it takes to get the job done. Load up and take aim. This is the Duck Gun Podcast. What's going on, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Duck Gun Podcast. On today's episode, it's just me and Elliot, and we're doing a little bit of something different. We're going to have a turkey podcast with the seasons upcoming. We're going to be discussing everything from old seasons to our plans for this coming season. So I know this is a little bit different, guys, but we figured everybody else is probably getting geared up for turkey season. So anyways, without further ado, let's jump into the podcast. What's up, Zach? What's up, Michael? Let's go. What's up, Washington Delta? We need to give Zach and Michael some kind of, I don't know, <laughs> some kind of gift. And they're loyal being here. I appreciate it, guys. What's up, Ethan? Yeah, we got the tried and the true. What's up, Ben? Anybody start any turkey hunting up yet? I know some guys in the Facebook group had posted their pictures and talked about their hunts. But uh, if you have, guys, head over there and post them. We're going to be checking out the Facebook group and the pictures people posted uh, later on in the podcast. I think I'm going to go live on Instagram, too. Oh, that's cool. If I can get this set up. Just a second. Little Penelope is running her mouth in the background, and I may have to go and <laughs> try avoiding not going and screaming. Hey, what's up, Derek? What's up, Austin? I would love to have Derek Dennehy come over here and hunt with me because he does mostly river hunting where he's like, uh, he did his first hunt in, in Ireland this year of Into the Decoys, and man, I would love to have that guy over here and hunt with me. So he, he just doesn't experience it. Like, you know, the calling him in and seeing him come in and I would love to have. Him. Yeah. Derek. That'd be awesome. Start saving your money, Derek, get over here, buddy. You have an open <laughs> invite. You can stay at my house. It's funny because people get onto Patreon uh, account, um, which is a side thing where I have extra content and, uh, like two of them have already come up and done something with me and stayed at my house. I got another one lined up. It's like, that's a little bit more than what they bargained for. I think <laughs> coming yeah. and staying, it just works better that way. There you go. Yeah. Stay at my house. We'll go do some hunting. I got a guy coming on the survival video with us. Yep. Austin got three turkeys. Congrats. What state are you in Austin? So I guess, um, you know, let's we'll go ahead and start off with uh, recording the podcast now. So, um, what's going on, guys? I'm Jordan, and uh, this is Elliot, and uh, you're listening to the Duck Gun Podcast. So, uh, today's episode, we're going to be doing turkey episode. Uh, Elliot's season starts tomorrow. Um, I guess he's yet to determine how serious he's going to take it as far <laughs> as going for the turkey. Yeah. And uh, my season starts in a week from tomorrow. And, uh, you know, my main goal for this season 
isn't is honestly like not even to get a turkey for myself but i'm taking my dad with me to get his first turkey and i got my buddy taylor and you guys have seen him in some of the till hunts early goose hunt last year to get his first turkey as well so if i can get those that'll make my season and then just getting my my turkey as well will be icing on the cake i mean three turkeys in 19 days is gonna be tough but you know i'll go for it so you guys only have 19 days? Yeah, Indiana season is super short. It's two weeks and three days. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, ours so, goes on. For, I didn't shoot mine last year to like, I'm thinking, second week of May, maybe even the third. Yeah. What's up, Mystery Foul Box? What's up, Peter? What's up, Knock? I'm live on Instagram as well, guys, today. Just kind of spreading the... The live stream, I guess. I don't see uh, Wisconsin or uh, Austin is in Wisconsin. I didn't know Wisconsin season was already open. That's pretty early, it seems like, for how north they are compared to yeah, the other seriously. states. Yeah, I figure it went south, opposite of waterfowl, Ter- Texas, Oklahoma. Yeah, ours starts tomorrow, but I have not even done any scouting yet at mm. all. Well, I mean, it seems like for you, all you have to do is just drive up in a, ch- a truck and jump out. So. <laughs> It's been known to work. Yeah. It seems like a, a flawless strategy. I, I, I'm very, very ethical in the way that I do things now. But there's a time in my late teens where I just wasn't quite as seasoned as I am now. And I will say hopping out of a vehicle to try to shoot turkeys <laughs> happened more than once. I will not. I'd say don't do that. It's not the way to do it. I was a fool. But I'm not going to hide dumb stuff I've done. That's just not. No, no, that's, that's a great story. I love it. So speaking of stories, I guess I'll share my story from last year um, on my turkey experience. So uh, last year, actually, it was my first year turkey hunting as well. And, um, you know, I went out with Hunter, my buddy Hunter. You guys can check out the video on my channel. Um, But we went out a few days, uh, you know, didn't have luck at first. We went out to a farm. I had permission on. Didn't hear anything gobble. Um, You know, uh, went out to a few other spots that we had permission on. And then, uh, you know, I think it was the fourth day we went out, um, you know, about a weekend and, uh, we went out to one of the blinds we had set up and we got out there and first thing in the morning, we just hear gobbles everywhere. Like, you know, you can hear just turkeys going crazy. So they're just all, you know, gobbling all around. And so we get in there, you know, calling them in and, um, you know, we have a bunch of hens pass be- behind us and we have, um, uh, we have a Tom, a big Tom come in and, uh, yeah, he, he comes behind the blind, and it was one of those blinds that has three windows. Uh, the back one's not a window, so we could, like, peek out, but we couldn't shoot out of it. And so it comes around to the the right side of the blind, right at 11 yards. And um, for whatever reason, I wanted to shoot one with my bow, like, even though, like, I'd never shot one with a shotgun. And uh, <laughs> and uh, so I smoked it with my bow at 11 yards. I mean, that's a chip shot. Um hard to miss from 11 yards but anyways got my turkey super pumped um but yeah hopefully i can uh do it this year with the bow again and i guess that kill on video yeah yep i don't think i've seen that video yeah uh yeah it's not like the best footage but um you can see it just kind of barely because the turkey comes right around the blind and you can see it like through the crack and mm-hmm. just kind of the the image is a little washed out, you know, overexposed. Oh, but you I, can you see know, the, I did see it. I did see that. Yeah, you can see like the the lighted knock go through, like mm-hmm. the blind and or not through yeah, the, the blind. Yeah, the knock but, you can see really clearly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
And that's that one thing. Video. Yeah, it turned out all right. The only problem with it is, you know how videos work on YouTube with the traction and all that kind of stuff. I didn't actually edit my turkey video to like July or something stupid. So like, you know, you don't get any views on something you put out yeah. three seasons at, or three months after season. Yeah. Well, my kill, my kill last year is barely on video. It was its head popped just right up above the grass for a split second. And uh, I took it right when it's head and I put it in super slow-mo, but. I mean, just you can barely see it. Was, was that so. that was uh, last year? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, the year before. So I'm not. I I I don't know. How much do we want to get into now before we do? Um, just get going. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we don't have like a. You know. Okay. Just... Okay. So then let, let me just. I'll give a. Um, I've got lots of turkey stories because I've been turkey hunting for a long time. <laughs> um, so I don't know how how to unveil it exactly but i'll just go the last couple of years I, I i have not turkey hunted every year i grew up um and started shotgun turkey hunting when i was about 15 and um fumbles took me out to this place and we had a decoy and we were setting it up and everything and nothing was happening so we were actually leaving and we were walking down this creek and the creek had about five foot high um, walls on the sides and heard something running around and this turkey just runs right out in front of us right on the creek and i didn't know it i couldn't even tell if it was a hen or a jake or a tom or whatever and and finally my dad's like kill it and i pulled the trigger and killed <laughs> it but i mean that kill took no skill whatsoever because it just literally ran right in front of us how so, many years ago was that i'm thinking i was 15 or 16 i know i called my first turkey in when i was 12 or 13 for my dad because we I was going out with him and we were um, hunting this, this tree row and there was these fields, crop fields out to the side of them. We saw a little Jake out there and my dad had the shotgun and um, I, I called that thing all the way in and it came up. We, we were looking out the side of the hedgerow. And so instead of coming straight to us, this thing kind of came to the hedgerow and then worked right up it. So by the time it showed in front of us, it was like eight yards. I mean, so close. And my dad missed the first shot and it took off running and I thought I was going to get away. And he put like one BB in the top of its head from behind as it was running away. And so oh, wow. that was the first trick I ever called in. And then several years after that, then I had my first kill um, at about 15 was my first one. Nice. So are you guys primarily uh, shotgun hunters when it comes to? Uh... Well, at, Soon after that, we decided my dad wanted to get a recurve bow with no I don't even know if you can put sights on a recurve bow. I've never seen one. So he decided he was going to get a recurve bow and he got me a compound bow and we decided we were going to bow hunt for turkeys. Now I didn't have, I didn't have any sights on my compound bow either, but I was good enough in the backyard that I was putting it in, you know, not pinpoint like you can with the sight, but I was putting it in the, in the center enough that I felt, pretty capable but that's like from the same distance in the backyard no different variations in elevation so i wasn't a very good very good shot and this was about i guess i was about 17 or 18 so we spent the next couple of years trying to bow hunt turkeys like crazy um in the fall and in the spring and in the fall i don't know how much turkeys vary from place to place around here they flock up huge in the fall and so during the next couple of years i got three or four um, well, I got actually four or five high quality shots and either I would hit the Turkey and the arrow would just fling off. Like I didn't get a clean enough kill, 
or I would miss. And I, I didn't end up killing one with a bow. My dad did kill a couple um, during that time, but I was never able to actually take one with a bow. I, Cause I just, you know, I was a kid without enough practice with no sight. I just wasn't a good enough shot, but I did hit several. I just never brought one down. So then we went away um, from Then I think shortly after that, we got into waterfowl hmm. and that everything, everything else pretty much stopped. Um, once we got into waterfowl, I even stopped turkey hunting for a long time. After yeah. That. Nice. I think, uh, yeah, I think a sight would have helped a lot because <laughs> uh, yeah, that that uh, the target on a turkey is just so small. Their heart is so small, and then two um, expandable broadheads, which I don't know if they had them. Probably didn't have them back then, right? No, in fact, at the time, because we were completely novices, we had no idea what we were doing. I mean, my dad had done some turkey hunting, but as far as bow hunting, we had no clue. And so this guy at the local outdoor store, he suggested that we use this burr is the best way i can describe it. it's like a five point silver burr that went on the back of a three point broad head mm-hmm. and um and so i i think that that guy didn't have any idea what he was talking about because i, I this thing was not allowing the penetration i think that's yeah. why i had several bounce off i think it would have been good <laughs> for like deer and stuff to minim- to maximize damage but when you're talking about i mean if you hit one in the wing or you know anywhere yeah. that's not a total shot that this huge um silver burr thing we had on there i was killing the penetration of these arrows i think um and we were using those the whole time until we just like you know this this isn't working but i think that was one of the big problems i don't even know what those are called i've never even seen them before or since that i've never seen anyone using them i don't know what i don't even know what they're called but i'm sure they're just to maximize damage as the arrow goes through yeah, it's not maximizing anything though. Like you said, if it's just bouncing off. <laughs> no, I I hit one so hard one time. I mean, the 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 sound was just like punching. It it was so loud, and I thought I'd killed it for sure. And that thing flew off, and I went. And to me, in my eyes, I hit him dead center. Um, and I went up, found the arrow. There were some feathers on it. No blood. I was so discouraged. Hmm. I was I was so down in the dump. The thing about turkey hunting. That for me, turkey hunting can bring me emotionally to the lowest points of any hunting I've ever done. Because <laughs> you put all this work in, and then you get a shot, and you blow it, and that feeling is just the worst. Yeah. Yeah. And I've experienced so, that feeling a lot. <laughs> you think with uh, all the bow hunting you did for turkey, you would have gotten into bow hunting with deer. Well, yeah. My dad did some deer hunting. I've always been extremely tenderhearted in fact after the first dove hunt that my father and i went on um i felt and i was probably i guess 13 at that time i felt so bad just about because i would see them the blinking at me and their little eyes and, <laughs> and i don't know it made me feel so bad i remember laying in bed at night thinking i'm just gonna tell my dad that i can't do this i don't want to do it and i sat there and sat there and then i decided no 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 i'm not gonna <laughs> i'm not gonna do it and then it went away but i've always been kind of tenderhearted so yeah, I've always kind of felt that way towards deer. Like if I was going to go deer hunt and I clean killed one, I wouldn't even think twice about it. But yeah. like, I know Dan went deer hunting, uh, bow hunting for deer and kind of caught one through the spine and it was half trying to crawl away from him. And if I experienced something like that, it would re I don't want to, I don't want to experience a deer. <laughs> that's like gasping yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. for survival. I just, no. I, I don't want any part of that. So that's, that's probably what's kept me. Yeah. And I don't, I like the visuals of hunting. So 
I, I, I can sit in a duck blind for hours and hours and hours and watch birds, even if I'm not shooting, but to sit in a deer or even for Turkey for hours upon hours when I don't not seeing anything, that's just not for me. Yeah. I definitely couldn't do it. Like we do duck hunting. Like I can do duck hunting all the time, every day, day after day, but deer hunting, the thing about deer hunting, I know we're getting a little off topic, but deer just taste so good. Yeah. And that's the only reason that I deer hunt, you know? I've never been on a deer hunt. I, I do have one bucket list hunt I have is to the uh, Sandhills of Nebraska to harvest a pronghorn. I will do that at some point, but nice. regular deer, I'll probably never do it. <laughs> All right. So I guess we should probably hop back on to some turkey talk. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess you got any plans for this year then or? Well, I'm definitely, I'm going to go, but I'm not going to go opening day. I don't want to take the day off work and I haven't done any scouting. Um, I've got a place that I know there's a bunch of turkey and most of my turkey hunting videos, most of my turkey hunting videos are unsuccessful, but they're still, they're still decent videos and there's some entertainment quality to them, but it's a beautiful place and I know it holds a lot of turkeys. Um, Dan shot a turkey out there uh, the year before I started filming. And so I know I can go out there. So I, I basically just need a day to scout and find tracks and know which field to set up in. And then Golden Boy has got some spots too. So I'll, I'll get around to it. I'll probably get around to it late April, early May is my guess is when I'll, when I'll get on it and do it. Nice. He actually had a, a three or wait, no. Yeah. Mm, I got sidetracked, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Um, yeah. So my plan for this year is I, I will be going out opening day. Uh, me and my dad actually went out and patterned our shotguns this, uh, this last week and he's going to use uh, a Browning over under 20 gauge. So it should be pretty cool, I think. Um, but you know, that, that gun, I don't think is, we patterned it. It's not going to shoot, you know, more than 40 yards, even with a full choke. Uh, I know some people take them like 50, 60 yards, but I think you got to have maybe even a scope and a, a turkey, a turkey uh, choke. But we just have the the default Browning chokes that come in for the full choke, you know, to get us out to 40 yards. Um, but yeah, so we're going opening day. We got a spot locked down. Um, I'm, I've been scouting. Hopefully I'm going to lock in a few more. I have a spot that I ha- I've been scouting. I had permission last year, but I haven't seen any turkey out there. Um, you know, we did. Uh, my buddy shot one last year there and uh, I found it dead there later. So we got wounded. We couldn't find it. And then I found it on the road um, and coyotes got to it. So, <laughs> um, so I don't know if there's another Tom last year, we saw a bunch of Jake's there. Um, and that was the only Tom we saw the one he shot. So hopefully they start showing up here in the next week. Um, but maybe I'll just ask for permission anyway, um, just in case. So what are, what are the tactics in Indiana for Turkey? Cause I can tell you, well, I grew up in the central part of the state and how we went about turkey hunting there is drastically different from a lot of turkey hunting here on the eastern side of the state. So I'm curious as to exactly what is your game plan in Indiana for how you go about hunting turkey? Um, yeah, I guess it's, it's a, I guess the best way is to roost them the night before. So you can just roost them in their tree and, you know, round about where they're going to be. Or, I mean, just general scouting. Um, just if you know what general fields are going to be in every day. Because um, a lot of times they're returning to the same ag field. Uh, whether it's like a picked corn field or it's already plowed or a bean field. 
you know, even uh, just a grass field, you know, there's a a property. I got, I guess I got permission on two spots. Um, Same farmer, two different locations. Hey, stop licking that chief. And, uh, (laughs) and um, yeah, so we'll just figure out where they're going to be, what their pattern is. And then the, the next day we'll go and hunt where we think that pattern's at, where they're going to be in the morning. So they're feeding in the same fields. Yeah. So like, uh, yeah, usually you'll see them, um, doing like the same thing. And then you just go out there after they've roosted and either set up your blind then, or you set it up the next morning, come, uh, at dark and set it up not too far from where they roosted. Just gotta be quiet and, and, uh, you know, be careful with your lights and stuff. Have you ever been in the woods when they all start roosting right around you? Um, yes. Yeah. So there is this, uh, it's actually the farm I got permission on. Um, it's kind of a weird spot because the birds use it, but, uh, it's not like their only spot. So we were actually on a goose hunt, me and Hunter, this, this late season in January, uh, we didn't get anything. So I didn't make a video from it. Um, but there was 50 to a hundred turkeys that flew across the river <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was just crazy just to see them. They came coming out of, like all across the river to roost in the trees and it was in the evening. Um, and yeah, that's, I guess that's the only time I've been around them. but it was crazy. Just all the turkeys just flying through there and right yeah. over the river. <laughs> I'll tell you there, when we were doing all of that, it's funny cause those, those years where we were turkey hunting with bows and I never shot one. I look back at those times as some of the funnest hunts I've ever been on, even though I was never successful uh-huh. because I mean, we had so many close encounters with turkeys and there was times in which we would be trying to stalk them and then 50 birds would just roost in the trees all around us. I mean, oh, just, wow. it's like an explosion yeah. and you just have to hold still wait until it really got dark and sneak out of there. And if you've never been up close and personal to a flock of turkeys roosting around you, it is an amazing sight. <laughs> yeah. I've had a lot of times the opposite, which scares the crap out of you. Even like duck hunting, I've walked under a roosted turkey and scared it out of the tree. And yeah. same thing up in Michigan when I've been fly fishing up in the Manistee National Forest and you're walking uh, through there, hiking to a spot, and you walk under a turkey, it just scares you half to death because they just, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, an explosion of wings and it's so yeah. so loud and they're so big yeah. they are they are they're you know they look fairly competent flying once they get going really yeah i wouldn't expect that um you know before it's seen it because it just looks like a it doesn't look like they're built to fly but they fly great <laughs> yeah yeah they do so in the central part of the state the way we used to hunt them is is there's not many trees out there but you've got rivers or creeks that run through and you've got trees running along those creeks and then coming out of the creeks you have um shelter belts that were planted after the dust bowl where the trees would essentially go from the river to the road so which made it extremely easy because you find you just drive around find what fields they're in and and what they're working in and then the next day or, or, you know, you sneak down a shelter belt and what we would always go about 20 yards and then call 20 yards and call until we got, we typically did most of our hunting in the evenings at that time. Um, and then we would sneak a decoy out and, and wait, or we, you see them in the fields and then you can, if you know where their roost is, you can sneak around behind them and get in between them and where their roost is, um, which makes it really, really easy. Cause you can just constantly locate where they are. 
where the eastern side of the state here where I'm at, we've got so I mean, we're we're basically right at the starting point of the eastern deciduous forest. Like if I if I travel 30, 40 miles to the west, I'm out of the eastern deciduous forest. I mean, we're literally on top of the beginning of that forest. So a lot of the the land here is you have crop fields, but in between them you have huge tracts of um of woods. So, that's public. Uh, well, uh, public and yeah, public and private. I mean, right now yeah. I'm doing all my well, I have done some some public around here, but right now I'm focusing on private land. Um now the public land around here is even harder because I know where there are birds, but it's all forest. In fact, where we were shooting all those mallards this year, there's turkeys out there. And I focused on them for several years and but I had no idea how to go about it. It was their their roost didn't seem to be consistent. And I, I could get them gobbling all the time, but I couldn't get them coming to me. And it was fun, but deep woods turkey hunting, from my experience of it, now maybe someone's like, oh, you were going about it wrong. Here's what you need to do. But all I know how to do on the deep woods turkey hunting, which is what I have here on public, is creep, creep along as slowly as I can and call. And, and once you get a gobble, put out a decoy and wait. Um, because I've just never been, and I've never been able to get out enough to, to lock down their roosts. Um, it's a lot harder to find where they're roosting in the woods too. Cause even if you hear them, you can't really pinpoint it down to where a central part of the state, when you're talking about thin little shelter belts and little creeks, I mean, once they start roosting, you can lock down basically exactly where they're at. And when, once you've got that roost laid out and know where that is, you're pretty much going to kill a bird. Nice. Yeah. That, I think that's way more effective. Yeah, Just- absolutely. <laughs> It absolutely is. So that, and that's, it's, that's, what's harder around here. I've had a lot of troubles kill, killing turkeys the last two years. Um, and, and I haven't really put a lot of effort into it. I didn't really put a lot of effort into it until last year, but the year before I went out like three times and, and just struggled. And then last year, the first, I mean, Aiden would go out and shoot, shoot a turkey. He and I would go out and wouldn't see anything. I mean, it was just like finally right towards the end of the season, I, I got one, but it's just a lot harder in this part of the state than it is out on the plains for Mm. sure gotcha yeah i'm definitely a waterfowler at heart but you know i do enjoy getting out there for the turkeys and the deer you know just kind of a little bit of variety in the hunts but i mean if i couldn't do it i'd still (laughs) would be fine just duck hunting all the time so usually the reason i'm doing it is because um you know it's in between those seasons yeah if if ducks if duck hunting ran during turkey season i would never turkey hunt my my desire to turkey hunt or my desire to duck hunt is 10 out of 10 my desire to turkey hunt is five or six there uh, there is just maybe um, yeah i'd say no more than a six and, and i i really enjoy it enjoy it when i go out um and having a turkey close to you is extremely exciting yeah. and pulling the trigger on one i mean that feeling is is a wonderful wonderful feeling but for some reason you know, I would never even dream of not hunting on an opening day of duck hunting season. I mean, it's just like, there's just no way, but Turkey, I'm just like, well, yeah, I'll, I'll go out a few times. I'll get around to it. It's just, for me, the motivation is just completely different yeah. between the two. I hear you on that. So there's no chance of, uh, your channel be being changed to freelance Turkey hunting anytime no, soon. <laughs> no, no. In fact, I la- and I'll tell this story. I labeled myself at one point in time as the world's worst Turkey hunter. And, uh, I, I said that I quit, we, we, I quit Turkey hunting when I started waterfowling, but I started thinking about it and that's not actually the case. So here, here, here's how, here's how the progression went. 
so I had shot, I had shot one Turkey, um, with my dad that time. And so I went off to college and ended up living in the area I live now. And so I started, um, Turkey hunting public, public land. And I had, a, there was a lot of turkeys on this ground where I was at. And so I, I went out and now this was, this was right after all, I mean, I had failed and failed and failed at killing a turkey with a bow. And even though those, uh, those hunts were a lot of fun, the last time we went on a turkey um, hunt with a bow, and this is now, this is, you guys know that I'm honest about myself when I tell this, this kind of horrible hunting, um, <laughs> how bad I was. So I had a turkey out in front of me at about 15 yards. And he was up the slope a little bit and I had four arrows and I shot all four arrows at that turkey. <laughs> now, now to my defense, I didn't have sights, but I shot four arrows at this turkey and he stood there the entire time. I missed all four. I was out of arrows and he still stood That's just, there. That just there. blows me away. Like why, why don't you, I don't understand what the throughout process is about not having a sight though. <laughs> like, well, my dad was hunting with a recurve. And, but you're doing with a compound, right? Yeah, but I didn't have any experience with a bow at all. I didn't, I mean, you know, YouTube wasn't a thing back then. So I had the, I had these sites with it, but it's not like you could just get on YouTube. So you didn't have like a like, peep site. I had a, yeah, I would, I would assume that's what it had. It had four or five little, um, the pins, little pins. And then it had and, a, a little hole circle on the string. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't have any idea how to, how to work those how to do it. And like I said, I mean, uh, any, any, anymore, you just hop on YouTube and you can figure it out. But back in like, you know, this was like 89, 90. So neither of us had a clue how to function a site. And, and my dad was using a recurve and I was doing pretty well in the backyard and, and uh, fairly accurate. I mean, I was, you, you put the circle at about a basketball size and I would put seven to eight out of 10 um, in the backyard arrows in hmm. this kind of that kind of a circle so that's not pinpoint like a sight but i was still i felt like if i could get one in front of me i could kill it but then when i got out in the field you know like this last this last thing we were in the woods and it was about a five foot incline up to the top and it was light in the back and so i'm i like the first shot was under him the second shot went right over his back the third shot went right underneath him and so it was awful so i sat there after that happened and i was out of arrows I was the most depressed a young man can possibly be. So, and I think that was my last turkey hunt with a bow. So fast forward a couple more years down the road, I'm in, I'm in college, I'm out trying to do it on my own and I've got a decoy and I'm sneaking through the woods and I look out in to this field and I see three Jake's out there. So I start calling and they start just like running towards me. <laughs> I completely lost my composure what I should have done is just sat right there. But in my mind, I was like, Oh, I've got to get out my decoy. I've got to get my decoy. I didn't need to get my decoy out. I just needed to hold still and kill one. Yeah. But I totally lost my composure. I ran back into the woods. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get back into the woods. I'm going to get this decoy out and then I'm going to hide. Right. So I ran back into the woods, got the decoy out and then was looking for a place for myself to hide. And there was really no good place for me to hide. But where I ended up hiding was directly behind. So as they entered the woods, the place that I was hiding, they would look at the decoy and directly behind the decoy would be me. Hmm. So I had, I just like gone 20 yards to the side. I mean, I completely lost my composure. So they come into the woods and they're right in range. Of course, the second I move a muscle to pull up the gun at all, they're, they're gone. Right. So I, I pulled the trigger three times and they were gone. So I was horribly <laughs> depressed about that. 
So I mean, people are going to, I'm really letting it all hang loose with how bad I am. Because so the next weekend I go out to the same place. I'm like, okay, now here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out. I'm going to get to the edge of the woods where that field is. I'm going to put out my decoy and I'm just going to get there early and I'm going to set and I'm going to call. So that's what I did. I, I set right. I had this huge cottonwood tree behind me and I leaned up against it. I had this decoy out in front of me and I was calling and calling and calling. I sat out there probably three hours in the evening and hadn't heard anything. And all of a sudden I hear something beside me and I look to my left and there is about a 20 pound Turkey just standing there staring at me at about 15 yards. <laughs> he had, he never called back. He had snuck up on me. I, I used to say if he, if he was a, a native American, he had to slit my throat. I mean, he, he snuck right up on me and then just looked at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> so I, I'm like, so like, Oh my gosh. So I pull up the shotgun and I shoot. But by the time I mean, he had taken off running, I don't even remember, like, I, I guess I sh probably should have killed him on that shot, but he was running. He kind of cut through a tree. I took a second shot and then I took a third shot. And this is no lie. After I took the third shot, he stopped at about 35 yards and just stared at me <laughs> and I'm out of shells. Nice. He literally after the third shot, he stopped and was just looking like mocking me. Right. <laughs> So I'm digging for shells. Like maybe I can get, put one more in and, and, uh, and take another shot. And by the time I looked up, he was gone. Mm. And at that point in time, I don't think I turkey hunted again for about five, six years because <laughs> I'm just like, I am the world's worst turkey hunter. And I, I labeled myself as such. Mm. And so, yeah, that's a little well, bit of background about my ineptitude. Well, I told you the other day we might have to fight for that title, but I'm pretty sure you win. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and 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 along in that run, I did kill one. Um, at some point, I no, I think then I started back up a couple years later, and I was out at this on this private place, and this turkey flew flew by me, and um, just out of nowhere, and I was trying to, I, to to decide, okay, is this a Jake? Is this a hen? Is this just a Jake? Now, before I get bragged on bad when I was still pretty young here, I'm in my, you know, about 22. I pulled the trigger on it, hoping it was a Jake and it was a hen. So oh. <laughs> then I was like, I'm done. I so you, you actually shot hand. it? I actually killed it and it was a hen. Oh, and, wow. Uh, that's when I, that's when I took my huge hiatus from turkey hunting. And I'm just like, I am done. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm terrible at turkey hunting. <laughs> hey, those are good experiences. Good stories too, though. So, yeah, they're a little embarrassing though to tell all of those. <laughs> but, <laughs> like I said before, you just have to be committed to telling the truth and exposing your ineptitudes and moving on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my wife says that turkey took your manhood. I would say that turkeys took my manhood. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess. Let's jump over to the Facebook group and take a look at some of the pictures that um, we got posted in there this week. Um, I'll drop a link, guys, right now if you want to post your turkey picture, if you got one from this season or last season, then go ahead and do it. Um, if you haven't joined yet, you know, make sure to join that as well. If I can find this. There we go. So there's the link. You know, we need like a mod or something that can drop the links for us. Yeah. <laughs> And then second monitor. Let's hide me. I don't want my webcam in there. 
This is the Facebook group, guys, in case you're not, if you're not familiar with it. Um, let's go right in here. Those the comments. Of you are listening, if, you, if, you're, if you have not joined um, the Fellowship of the Duck Gun on Facebook, what do we have about 60 people over there now last time I looked? Uh, I think it's right under 70, yeah. Right under 70. So it's a growing community. And um, feel free to head into Facebook, the Fellowship of the Duck Guns, and I, I'm really enjoying it. In fact, I've started posting more there than I do on the Freelance Duck Hunting uh, <laughs> YouTube uh, Facebook page, actually. Nice. You got Steve Hammock. He's out there scouting, found some turkey. Um, Jordan Rollers took a trip down to Kentucky, it looks like, and they got some, a couple days they got, so three birds and two hunts. So it looks like they got two there, and they got another one. Jerk. and then uh steve hammock uh i think that's a bird from kansas i'm not sure if that was last year or this year um haven't read the full comment yet that's a big one though yeah 27 pounds inch and a half spur almost 11 inch beard so yeah definitely some people getting on there getting on some turkeys so i'm i'm pumped i'm a little bit uh a little bit different than you elliot i guess um I'm going to say that I'm like a 9 out of 10 for excited for turkey season. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like it rivals why, why you feel about no, waterfowling? Well, I mean, no, because waterfowling is at a different time. If, yeah. if it was happening at the same time, then there's no way that I'd feel this way about turkey season. But I haven't been outside. I've been yeah. stuck inside. You know, I work in a cubicle all day mm-hmm. in an office, and I'm just ready to get outside and have some adventures, some fun, you know, get yeah. out there with my dad. I'm super pumped for that, to have my mm-hmm. dad coming along this year. Um, and then my buddy's coming over for the, it's not the opening day, but the weekend, he's coming over for the whole weekend and we're going to hunt. Um, cause he lives, he lives, uh, you know, hour and a half, two hours away. So we're child childhood buddies. We used to live across the street. So anytime we get to hang out like this and, um, he wasn't really that much of an outdoorsman. So me getting him out there is pretty awesome too. <laughs> um, yeah. so yeah, those reasons make it for me this year as far as turkey season goes. Yeah, I think I'm gonna try to get Simeon a bird this spring too. We've talked about taking him out and get his first turkey. Nice, how old is he? He's 15. Nice, nice. So I took Nevin on, Nevin and Golden and I went on a turkey hunt last year and I I made a video of it. And we had them, they just, the turkeys went the wrong way. They were there, but um, none of the boys have killed a turkey yet. Uh, Simeon Hmm. and Elijah have both killed a deer um, at this point, but, um, nice. not Turkey. And they've all got, they've got ducks too, right? Yep. Simeon's the only one that shot a full limit of ducks, but they all, they all have shot ducks, multiple ducks at this point. Freaking smash. Yep. I'm going to take the boys out. I think a lot more. It, it depends also too, because if it's like fumbles, uh, golden Danny and myself out duck hunting, then that's four. And it's hard to take another kid when you already have four but if if we have hunts where it's just two or three guys anytime i know it's just two or or three of us i'll probably take one of the boys they're getting old enough now that they're getting a lot more competent nice but yeah i think we're gonna try to get simi and a bird i think that's gonna be the goal and and i am excited about it but like i was talking to you we've um before the show we've got if if you're a member of my patreon account you know what i've been doing on the kansas river and um, I've been spending time out there and I'm having so much fun and finding so much peace and doing that, that, that that's kind of where my mind is, is at right now. Nice. I was telling people 
the Kansas River, and I, I shouldn't even hype this because it's un, it's unbelievable, is in this area is such an underutilized resource. I mean, people just act like it don't it doesn't even exist. I mean, you get some people that fish it and it's just but you go out there even like on a boat and you've got boat ramps about every 10 miles. You just don't see anyone. I mean, you have it all to yourself. Now, when you go waterfowl season, you see a little bit more, but off water south season you might have a kayaker go by if you're out there for for three days you might see a kayaker go by i mean it's crazy and it's so it's it's like i said a boat ramp every 10 miles and just doesn't get used hmm. so it's such an amazing resource nice so i've been having fun spending time there sweet deal um i guess let's open it up to some q a and uh, once yeah, well, blind, I guess I guess we'll, we'll take some we'll take duck questions. I'm sure we're not going to have like an overload of turkey questions we can't get to. So, <laughs> so yeah. yeah while, just, while we wait for the questions to come in, um, to continue on my history of turkey hunting. So after I went like all those years without turkey hunting, Fumbles and I went out um, back around where my uncle's land is, and we knew there were some birds out there. Went out two days in a row, and. Um, called uh, probably we didn't weigh it but it was around a 20 pounder in and um, killed him right over the decoy and that was the first turkey I had actually killed the right you know the way you want to do it you, you get them off the roost they come down they're right into the decoy and you you take them so that definitely was a huge moment in my turkey career to take one like that uh, take a big one the way that it's was supposed. that was just this last year no no that was um Early 2000s. Oh, okay. Early 2000s. And then nice. I took another big span off where I didn't turkey hunt. And then I've just kind of started back up again in the past three, four years. Where Dan, four years ago, Dan and I went out. He busted one on one hunt. Um, and then, yeah, we've been doing it about three years since. So I'm getting back into it more. There you go. Yeah, you'll have to erase your title. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, if I get another, if I get another one this spring, then I will erase my title of the world's worst turkey hunter. But have you, you got to have a lot of stories to surpass mine as far as how bad I am. That's true. You do have a lot of fail stories. <laughs> <laughs> so far, I don't have any, unfortunately, but. <laughs> cool, calm, and collected. <laughs> I just haven't had that many opportunities. I've had a turkey once, I shot once, and I killed one. <laughs> yeah. I've got a lot of fails. <laughs> See, one thing um, that I've been thinking of maybe is, uh, have you ever seen people headshot a turkey with a bow? I was watching some videos of, uh, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of them. It's like, they're called the Bomars. They got in, into some hot water a few years ago because, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. I think it's Josh. Yeah, Josh Bomar. Well, this is a long story, but uh, some backstory to this. Well, how to tell this story the right way. Anyways, he speared a bear, a, a black bear. He, he went on a spear hunt for a black bear. And, um, you know, it was on YouTube for a while. And then some people, anti-hunter type people saw it. And then they got like a, bot, a lot of backlash from anti-hunters because it's this, I mean, it's, it's a little bit more gory, a little bit, I don't know what you want to say. It's a spear hunt. Uh, for a bear so you know what i mean it's not going to sit well with anti-hunters of anything uh, the bear seems to be something that anti-hunters are not a fan of people hunting mm-hmm. but They've uh got those big emotional eyes <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's it. yeah and uh i mean they're 
uh, in kid movies all the time is like happy, jolly creatures. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I mean, they'll kill you. So it's, yeah. it's yeah. not an accurate, uh, um, representation of a bear, but anyways, so yeah, they got in trouble for that. So that's who they are. That's kind of what they're famous for. <laughs> but anyways, he, I watched some videos of him where they were, um, headshotting turkeys and, uh, <laughs> with a bow, which, uh, people do that. There's, there's a certain type of, uh, um, broadhead is called a guillotine broadhead, I think. And it's like really long. It's not like this. It's more like, like that maybe is a, it's a pretty big broadhead and you're supposed to do it like the side profile of a turkey or straight on. And, uh, yeah, it just clean cuts their head right off. Wow. And, uh, but they were doing it with not the same broadhead. They're using a rage broadhead. Actually, it's the same. I have the same one right here. Um, I don't know if you guys can see that. So, yeah. So you just hit it head on right in the turkey, like right in the neck. And, uh, it doesn't like pop it off, but it kills them. So, um, (laughs) I'm just not sure if that's a better kill shot than the heart or not. I guess you got to be pretty accurate. So (laughs) their head off. I'm sure it's pretty much instantaneous death. (laughs) Yeah. Well with the, with this one, it doesn't lop the head off this, this broadhead, it won't lop their head off. Uh It'll slice it nearly off, but none of the ones I watched did it slice their head all the way off. So you gotta be a good shot. I mean, I mean, you gotta be a good shot to hit him in the heart. Cause if you just pass through, I guess you got lungs too. Yeah. So there's, yeah, it's probably more, more reasonable to go for a body shot, I think on a Turkey, but I, I just never, though. I'd never seen it. And it was just crazy to yeah. see those headshots on turkeys. You know, that bear hunt you were talking about, it's funny because I heard about that and how gory it was and how it made such a big issue um, with the anti-hunting world. And I went and watched it and it's actually still on YouTube. I found it yeah. just recently watched it. And I was like, that is not that, I mean, I didn't see the big deal. I mean, there's a little no. intestines that they show on a stick, but as far as like, I mean, there's way stuff that's way like with rifles, it's way more <laughs> heart reaching than that. I mean, he nails it. It runs off immediately. Yeah. And then the next day he finds it dead. Yeah. I didn't I've, think it was, I didn't I'm, think it was I'm that bad either. Admitted, yeah, I think it's just a bear. Like, uh, I don't know how well you pay attention to like other hunting celebrity types in, in like the bow hunting industry, but I know that like Cameron Haynes and like Joe Rogan and guys like that who've posted pictures of their bear kills with a bow, which is, um, I mean, I would say it's more ethical than a spear. Um, sure. and, um, and, and they're eating them. It's not like they're not eating them. It's it's no different than killing a deer. But just yeah. the bear, having the bear as part of it um, really kind of, uh, I guess anti-hunters just don't understand it. <laughs> well, there's an intelligence in the eyes of bears. Now, whether that actually intelligence exists or not, I'm not sure. I've not studied what their uh, comprehension levels are. But I can tell you just watching some bear videos that there is an intelligence, appearance of intelligence in their eyes. Um, and then again, what you said about all growing up with them being cuddly and fuzzly, fuzzy, yeah. but, um, I think it's all of that probably. Yeah. Yeah. No one wants to shoot Winnie the Pooh. No, he's probably <laughs> delicious though. <laughs> I mean, I all the honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got a couple questions here. Okay. Let's, uh, what's the first one on there? Let's see. Um, well, most of them are duck hunting, but Zach wants to know what kind of, camo do you use on your kayak or layout blind raffia natural stuff fast grass um i put a base layer of raffia grass 
on um, my kind of my kayak is an H12 Ascend from Bass Pro, and then you can buy a, a redhead blind attachment that goes over top of it that has loops and everything. So I put a base cover of raffia on it. And then when we get out to the marsh, then I completely fill it in with all the natural stuff that's just in the marsh. And when I, when we just went to this concept this last year, and I can tell you four of us were so covered up when we did this process with the raffia and then the natural stuff around us that we just completely disappeared into a, into a prairie marsh and we were pulling in we pulled in a couple big groups of pintails and pintails are really hard to decoy so to me that's the way to do it you have to pull you have to use natural stuff while you're there nice actually i don't use a layout boat so if i'm using layouts it's in a cornfield yeah um just corn stubble that kind of stuff and then for my canoe i do want to get i want i'm thinking about getting those stencils and using spray paint to kind of mm-hmm. better camouflage my canoe this year because usually I just hide it. I hide it in the tall grass and throw grass over mm-hmm. it, but you know, just give it a better layer. Uh, Troj- Trojan outdoors asks if anyone just jump shoots turkeys. Um, I'm not mm-hmm. sure if that means like the same way you jump shoot ducks. Like you're just like finding them with a shotgun and shooting them. You know, when I saw those, uh, <laughs> or jumping out of vehicle, when I saw those turkeys coming across the river like that, I had this vision of like setting up in the trees where they're roosting and catching them in flight across the river. Now I have no that idea if, if that would be ethical or sure. Why not, man? You think so? Just, yeah. just like a uh, Canada shoot it. <laughs> I don't see flying. why not. Okay. I, why I, mean, not. I mean, it's, it's a consideration. If that was how, if, if they're doing that this year, and we're in like a tough spot. It just seems so foreign compared to the normal way you hunt turkey. But yeah, just set up in those trees and wait for them to fly across. That would be pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, we, I've got a public place um, where we hunted two years ago on this little river channel. And the birds are roosting on public land and then flying across the river into a crop field on private and then back. And we had them at the beginning of the hunt, I'd say probably 50 to 100 flew right over us to the crop field. And then as we were kayaking out, they flew back over us again. Um, I've <laughs> Wait, never turned into that spot. It was 50 to hundred. It was insane. Oh wow. Yeah. They just kept coming and coming and coming. I didn't get that good a video of it. I did get a little bit, but um, it's insane, but that would be a place. Um, we've talked about trying going in there and trying to hunt, but that would be a place if any to do. I don't know how consistently they do that, but that's the only crop field that's around there. Cause it's a huge track of forest. And then that one little crop field there. Nice. We got a late addition to the turkeys. There it is. That's the big <laughs> one. That's the big one I shot. That was my redemption turkey. Nice. I shot with old fumbles. Hooked me up on that one. Man, the long sideburns, no beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I I sported that look for quite a while. Where I had um, not huge chops, but they were down pretty far and no beard. I I did that for quite a while. Nice. How old are you in that picture? Um, thirties. Let me try to think exactly when that would have been. That would have been, I don't think Nevin was born yet. So I probably about 30. Nice. That's a, you know, about two or two years older than me. (laughs) (laughs) We weren't engaged during that. Oh, my wife's is trying to ask me stuff. I don't know what she's saying. Nice. Uh, Steve, we're starting our YouTube channel, doing layout hunts, snowy days, rainy, redheads. Awesome. 
There's Iowa Plainsman's here. What's up, Iowa Plainsman? Uh, once blind outdoors, I've jump shot two turkeys in my lifetime. Crazy opportunity. One was fall. <laughs> it was a fall turkey with a muzzle loader. Stocking in the tall grass. All in Florida back in the day. So those are the the Rios, right? That's what everyone needs for their uh, Grand Slam or whatever that is. Because they're only found in Florida, I think. So I wonder what he means by jump shooting, like... What would that ent- entail? I wonder. Um. Yeah. I guess. I think they just mean like getting up on them, like you know, not calling Sweet them in. Man. Not. Yeah. They're so wary, man. I mean. Yeah. They have they have a natural sense of being really good at not being killed. Is my experience. Yeah. If, they just always seem to. They're very wary. Yep. I mean, you've got to be stealthy to move through the woods and stalk and jump. Yeah. All right. Well, you got any other turkey things to bring up, or? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I didn't tell the stories about how fumbles killed those birds with a bow, but I did on a on an earlier edition of the live stream of the live stream. He essentially shot one through the throat ricocheting an arrow off of a rock bed and into a turkey's throat <laughs> nice <laughs> he's he's blessed i'm telling you when it comes to <laughs> nice that was quite the shot missed by about four four yards and still still killed one <laughs> yeah that's some luck right there yeah were there any other questions um i didn't see any others so we're going to close it up here, guys, in just a little bit. So if you have any other questions, go ahead. And yeah, guys, if you made it this call. if you made it this far in the, the live stream, make sure to hit that like button. And, uh, you know, we say this every time, but, uh, you know, I'll just keep rolling with it. Uh, if you guys can do us a big favor and review our podcast on the iTunes store, you know, it really helps us out being found in search and uh, helps us grow our community. And so we, help, we, uh, we really appreciate that support. Yeah, there's one topic we didn't talk about, and maybe next week we can get into it, but hunting turkeys with a dog. I think that's really interesting um, the way they do it, especially in the fall with big big packs. Maybe that's something we could get into a little bit next week. Hmm. Yeah, I've never heard of that. You can't hunt turkey with dogs in Indiana. It's illegal. Really? Uh, from what I read, I think, unless it's different, fall from spring. They just bust big flocks with the dogs, and then they call them back. The dogs are just used just to scatter them. Huh. They do it a lot on the East Coast. <laughs> Never heard of that. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess that's the last call on the questions. Well, thanks cool. everybody for joining us tonight. Um, we'll be back at it next week on my channel. And uh, yeah, uh, keep uh, keep us updated on your, uh, your turkey success. I know everybody's in the season now, or just about, so... Anyways, guys, that's all we got, and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks, as always, guys, for joining us on another episode of the Duck Gun Podcast. If you guys want to join us live, you can find me at Duck Gun Chronicles or Elliot at Freelance Duck Hunting, and we go live every Tuesday. Podcast gets posted every Wednesday here on iTunes. If you guys could do us a big favor, if you're enjoying the podcast, if you're enjoying the content we pump out, then give us a review. It really helps us out. Um, and that's all I got, guys. Next week, we have a 
a podcast on concealment. Just me and Elliot again. So really looking forward to that. And we'll see you guys there. Let's go.